So, Simon Cowan the Alice. David, just, no, Lee David Miller. <laughs> David Lee Roth. Let's just crack right on. Oh. You have got a topic. Well, that really? You wanted to talk. Yeah, you have, because you wanted to talk about something last time. Wow. No preamble. No preamble. I just want to. I want to get there. I'm, I'm feeling this is so this many is 2023. Other, so many other things have happened, but okay. Oh, have they? Yeah. Maybe we'll save that. Oh. Um, Maybe that's the outro. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. I was, uh, we had some friends over uh, last weekend for New Year's, Mm -hmm. and I stayed up. I hit midnight. <laughs> Did I tell you that? Which I is, think we were. We were no, I think we no. were talking about wokeness when uh, midnight rolled over. <laughs> were you confused? Did you think it was awokeness? <laughs> yes, exactly. The great awakening. And um, one of my friends, as I think it was on the, in the next day, we were, we were out for a walk and uh, asked me. Oh no, had had heard something, which was that. Our inner voices are different, and this is a very that's a very in a way you might say that's really obvious, of course, our inner voices are different, but um she asked me, "What's your inner voice and um I really enjoyed that question, and so I wanted to ask you uh David Lee Roth, Lee David Miller uh what's your um what's the sound of your inner voice?" I was having this conversation just before Christmas with my just-turned-10-year-old friend. <laughs> the same conversation? <laughs> the exact same conversation <laughs> about how we think. Because he asked me the question, do you think in words? Mm. And then, you know, is everything language? Mm. I was not asking these questions at 10. Yeah. But then he's reading Plato. I was also not reading Plato at 10. Is is he reading an abridged kind of 10-year-old version or um, he went straight to the symposium? You know there's some bad stuff in the symposium, right? He's got somebody reading it with him. Right. So he's being held in a process, but wow. Wow. Um, Okay. What does my inner voice sound like? Wait, wait, how did you respond to him, though, first of all? Oh, okay. I said I... Because he was asking... He he was using we. Do we think in words? Human beings. Exactly. So he was doing the the universalized question of assuming that a a response from me would be a response from humanity. Well, that's actually... I think most of our listeners think that. Um... A response from Lee is a response from humanity. I am a tastemaker. <laughs> I, I, I'm on the I'm on Time Out's 2023 <laughs> list of top ten tastemakers. Hey, did you scrape in at number ten, or are you are you in the top five? No, I no 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 no. I'm a solid six. I'm fine with that. <laughs> There's no such thing as a solid six. 
everything, everything is a solid something if you put the word solid in front of it. What are you talking about? So, so all, th- all, thoughts, all thoughts are linguistic. A solid, that's okay. a solid thought. It's a solid thought. Um, it depends how hard you had to push. <laughs> <laughs> don't, um, don't blow a gasket. I was... <laughs> I've got a t-shirt that says, don't blow your squeaker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Valsalva maneuver. Uh, So. (laughs) Um, We got from Plato to poop really quickly. (laughs) Uh, You mean you and me or you and your 10-year-old friend? You and me. Me and the 10-year-old never got anywhere near it (laughs) uh, because we were sensible. Okay. I don't I know where you say we anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. I said we don't think in anything. I said that, that thoughts are individual. And then I, I explained my process uh, that I had um, I had a very, very strong inner monologue um, and that my thoughts are almost exclusively in language and that if I want to think in images, I, I have to... Um, I have to work. I have to sort of focus and imagine, which isn't quite the question about in, in an inner voice. But so, he was asking you know, about language. But you said a, you said you have a strong inner. What do you say? Monologue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you know very, it's very strong? Mm, you mean compared I, with other people? Yeah, I mean I can only compare it to the other person who I spend most of my time with. And so, so um, Bob does Bob not. Doesn't, Bob doesn't think in words. Mm, she must. And that's the problem that you make. You haven't spoken to enough people about their inner monologue because not everybody thinks in words. No, I know, but she, but she must at some point. She must at times, no, right? This. Yeah, but in, in the same way that I don't think in images, I have to conjure the image, yeah? Does that make sense? Yeah. If I close my eyes, it's just dark. Yeah, you're still looking, then I, though. Then I, So you asked me how, what was going on, and then you're telling me what's going on for me, rather than letting me explain it to you. Which which do you want? Do you want to do you want to tell me what's going on inside of my own and head? No, or I wasn't. Do you want me to try and find the words to explain it for you? I wasn't saying when we close our eyes, we don't stop looking. I wasn't saying. I, I was no, speaking I for humanity that. then. Okay, sorry. You're right. You're right. I'm you're trying right. to explain that when I close my eyes, I don't. I don't. I'm not overwhelmed by images. I'm, I, I, I have to work in order to make a picture come. So if, if you were to tell me to think of something, I, I have to go, okay, right, what have, I, what have I seen that looks like that and try to remember what that looks like? It doesn't pop immediately into my, my mental hopper. <laughs> and Bob is the same with words. So she will close her eyes and start to see images. And she has to think in order to make the words come. It doesn't mean she doesn't think in words. It just means that's not her de facto response. So it's much quieter in her head than it is in mine. She never has arguments with herself. Ever. Which I find incredibly peaceful. (laughs) Wow. And so... I said inner voice. And so do, do you think that Bob describes what she has as a voice? She 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 knows that she has language in there, but she because we 
we Bob and I have had this conversation a lot because I about about fifteen years ago I went to see somebody about um, negative thoughts that um, that I, I I was having effectively I was having a very strong physical response like an anxiety response to an argument I was having with somebody who I hadn't met and I didn't know. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So when you ask about my inner voice, that's what it is. So yeah. it, it's, it, it is constantly um, narrating. Yeah. It's very, very loud. The thoughts are not intrusive. Mm, that's not true. The thoughts are not always intrusive. Um, and I have strategies, physical strategies, to exclude intrusive thoughts. Under what conditions are they most intrusive in, and under what conditions are they least intrusive? If I mean, you might not want to share those things, but no, I, it's it's okay. Um, they are most intrusive when I am. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say you, I, when I when I am relaxed. Ah. So if I am in, so, okay, so if I'm doing a job, if I'm busy doing, you know, if I'm, if I'm hanging a bicycle on the wall or if I'm filling in a report or if I'm having a tutorial or if I'm doing an interview or if I'm having a conversation with you, my thoughts are, my inner voice is working towards that task. Yep. It's on. It's it's on program. It's on task. It's on program. Yeah. So, and, and this is whether I am if if I'm cooking, I don't I don't go into a. It's like that whole Mihai set Mihai flow state. Uh, it's it is such a rare occurrence for me. Mm. Such a rare occurrence. So, um, I asked my friend because he's under sixteen. I'm not going to name him. <laughs> I asked my friend <laughs> what this is the ten year old what was happening when he was on his bicycle? And he went, I'm just experiencing being on my bike. I was like, oh, God, I wonder what that would be like. Because uh, I'm having conversations, not necessarily um, intentional. And in contrast, Bob is not. Bob sits there. It's why Bob can sit for such long periods of time in silence. Was that not... <laughs> Is that not the response you were expecting? Uh, no, I wasn't. Um, I mean, it really was a genuine question, even though I tried to answer it um, <clears throat> on your behalf. I got, quite, I got quite spicy then, didn't I? Yeah, you did. No, 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 it's, it's, it's weird. It's one of the few things that I feel um, proprietorial over. What, your own it, thoughts? The, my own thoughts. <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, sometimes people say, oh, you must have thought such and such a thing. Don't tell me what I must have thought. Mm. And that's possibly possibly my very loud inner model. I've been in, uh, in a collaborative situation where um, uh, where the person started telling me what I was thinking and um, I d didn't like it at all. Mm. No, no, that's mm. not what I'm thinking. You yeah. can tell me as much as you like what it is that you think I'm thinking, but <laughs> and if I say you're wrong, what happens then? <laughs> there is no, there is no, Oh, no, but I'm right. Um, um, I am, I have so many things that I want to ask. Um, 
And so when you you said when you're relaxed, so but what about when you're watching? If you're like relaxing by watching Andor or something like that, that's uh, I think that's probably why some television programs um, don't um, don't stick with me. Andor is one of them. Can't get into it. Can't get into it because my my brain is too loud. So I'm just like uninterested because it won't shut down, or rather, my brain won't get on task with it. Football, but that's my why brain the, can't get on task with it. Can I just ask? Is that different? I was going to tell you. Um, I'm going to ask you: Is that different? That it won't. It won't. It's like it won't. The film, the TV show, won't engage you. That's different from hanging up your bike or doing an activity in which you are. You talked about Cheek Send Me High's flow. They're different. Are those different things? I don't really know about that. I just know that there are some things that I watch that will uh, that my thoughts will talk to. Yeah, I'm really, really interested in trying to understand the difference. This is this is maybe uh, which is that. When you described that thing of being, you know, busy at work or uh, mm-hmm. doing something with your hands, or you know, I don't know, making bread or something, and and do you, does it is that is the is the quality or the tone of the monologue? I'm asked the same question. This that's the second time I'm asking the question, so I'm it's I'm I'm trying to I'm just trying to get a sense of if there is a difference. There yeah. might not be. Uh, you know that you can see your nose all the time. Yeah, sure. It's in your vision. Yeah. And and yet the way that we process means that we sort of ignore our nose. Um, my inner monologue is like my nose. It is always there to the point that I don't think about it. I don't... I'm I'm trying to shine a light on the experience of being with it in order to explain it in, answer, in in an attempt to answer your question. But I don't know the difference between hanging yeah. a bike or making bread or watching TV because yeah. it's like asking me, what does your nose look like when you are making bread versus what does your nose look like when you are watching TV? Because it's just it's just there. there are, are there times when it's more pleasurable, though? Um, with the extent... <laughs> With the exception of when I had to go and talk to somebody about the intrusiveness of the thoughts, I never find, I no, I rarely find my internal monologue unpleasant. Mm. I find it like my nose. Yeah. It does lots of useful things for me. At the moment, there's a spot on the side of it. Not my inner monologue, my nose. Um, <laughs> that that uh, spot on my inner monologue is actually a blind spot. I have to, uh, I have to hold a piece of paper and then with it and look at one side with one eye and then move it close until it disappears, until it appears. I mean, oh, I got that wrong. Um, I watched a film last night uh, on Netflix called The Alpinist. The Alpinist. Yes, and okay. it's only available. I could only find it in the US. So I had to shove it on a v- ah. VPN and um, look at American Netflix. Um, Virtual private network for anybody who isn't sure what a VPN is. Yes, that's they've been a long, long time sponsor of Midlife uh, Express VPN. It was. Uh, it's about a an alpinist. Would you imagine? 
uh, called Marc Andre Leclerc. Can you explain what an alpinist is? Because I'm not even sure I know what that word Someone is. Someone who climbs mountains. Oh, why are they not called a mountaineer? It's just the name of the film. I don't know. It's oh, okay, clearly, okay, it's okay, okay. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, right, right, right. But right. I Sorry, think it I might be. Wa- I didn't know if that was like a, a really, really familiar term that somehow I just managed. No, to it wasn't to me. But oh, I, mean, okay. I mean, I assume that there is there are alpine. You know, it's a, a, cool. cer- a certain level, a certain level yeah, meaning yeah, yeah. height. Um, yeah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. And he, what he, uh, his name is uh, Marc Andre Leclerc, and what he does is. He goes into mountains and he, as they say, free solos. So he climbs without, um, without, with, by himself, completely alone, and without planning. And they use a particular term when someone approaches an amount, a mountain without ever having climbed on that mountain before. And he climbs in different conditions: ice, snow, rock. And so he'll be, if he's climbing on mountains where he's climbing between ice and rock, he has to, he's, he's, he's holding on there whilst changing boots to put crampons on and then putting rock climbing shoes back on so he's flipping between and so he doesn't he so there's no safety if he falls he falls right anyway one of the things he said and he he was diagnosed as a young boy with adhd and one of the things he says is like the being in the on the mountain stops the chatter and it occurred to me that it was like it was it couldn't it was like someone being i'll say fully conscious that there that there there was no possibility of internal monologue or an or an inner voice, other than just doing the thing, and it was really extraordinary hearing him talk about it. It was really really amazing, and so it just it, and I don't know this. I'm I'm extrapolating from what he said. There's just something. There's something. It's partly I'm saying this because I my my inner voice is super super judge, judgy. Like I'm judging myself and others a lot, and when I say super, do I know it's more than other people? I don't. I don't. Uh, okay. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's maybe we're all doing that to a greater or lesser extent, except Bob, by the sounds of it. Um, and so it was something about there's something that struck me about what his words, which were, he was. It's like he was silenced from. He was exposed to the world exposed to his own solitude in an acute way. You couldn't get a more extreme um, version of being by oneself and being um, dependent on oneself. But it sounded like bliss the way he described it. It was pretty extraordinary. He died, by the way. He died. Uh, he, uh, it was an avalanche. They've never, oh, never okay. recovered his body. Okay. It's not a spoiler in the sense that if you look at the trailer for the it it, it mentions this, yeah. 25, 25. Mhm. You said fully conscious. What's the difference? Is there a difference between being fully conscious for you and being fully present? No, I don't think there is a difference. I think um okay. I think the the concept of being present is when 
when we become aware of the things that are entering our entering our um, uh, consciousness. Um, but what's different from normal is we don't engage with those things. It's much more like we just observe or notice them and then they pass. We're conscious as we are, including mm. including the inner voice. That's you know, mm. it's part. It's a part of consciousness. I don't. Um, mm. So it's it's not that I'm. It's not that I. I, so I think it's, it was not right to say the way I said it. It's not quite as it's not quite what I meant, or not quite accurate. Yes, I think presence is probably um, uh, being present, and you know, in Cheek Sent Me High, I think that's certainly that kind of state. And of course, the the, the only thing about Leclerc is that it's he it was happening for him in extreme conditions. Yeah, you know, he wasn't just no offense putting up his bike. Or for me, baking bread, or whatever it is you know that that engages us. So, if you're in a voice, and I realise that we're using two different things here, because I talked about monologue and you talked about voice, which maybe t- <laughs> maybe tells you everything you need to know about <laughs> my inner voice. <laughs> well, certainly, my original question was about inner voice, but I don't. But yeah. I don't. Uh, maybe they're the same thing, but yeah. I, I I I I think so. I just think that mine is so chatty. <laughs> but uh, it's um, people oh, will be shocked, I, of course, listening to this. People will be shocked, absolutely shocked. I want to ask about um, the experience of being with judgment, because you talked about yours being. I think you used the the words super judgy. Super judgy. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's what's that? What's the experience of being with judgment for you? Well, I can um, like I uh, a while back stumbled across some very old diaries. When I say very old, uh, 40, 40 years. So I was a teenager, and um, it's the things that were interesting me then, and also, in fact, some letters my father had written me as a teenager when I was a teenager, not when he was a teenager, <laughs> um, hmm. that were more or less about the same thing, this question you've just asked me. And so it's clear this has been a preoccupation of mine. You might say it's been the preoccupation of my life. And that is to seek out situations in which the judgment of oneself ceases i'm i'm choosing my words because i i'm i'm not sh- i've never really articulated it like that but that's 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 what it that's the sense um i have can you ask me your question again i've forgotten it well i was just asking what it was like to be with judgment to sit you know, to, to sit in relationship to judgment because it, you, you you talked about it, it being your inner voice is super, super judgy, judgy, which yeah. is not the same as I am super judgy. I mean, it it might fundamentally be the same. I'm not telling you it's not the same. No, and I you think might I, this is a great. It's it a, I love same. that. I love the distinction for sure. No, I think the the way I would respond is that occasionally, not always. Occasionally, it's very tiring. Mm. No, you know, I'm not, I'm not, um, I, I'm not judging myself about that. <laughs> it's okay, but yeah, occasionally I go, look, could you just 
just back off a little bit. And you know, you've talked, you talk about this quite. I, I hear, I, when I hear the words "treat yourself with kindness," it has your voice, right? Like right. I, I, I associate those words with your, <laughs> with your voice. That's okay. I, I thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that my voice is. <laughs> it's loud, sort of shouty, sort of and no, no, I, yeah. I can't. No, it's Treat true. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it has that kind of warmth. You know exactly the kind of voice that people know your voice to be listening to this podcast and that I know from <laughs> firsthand. And, but also I've, I've come to know it through the podcast in a, through listening through these headphones. Very curious, very curious. But yes, yeah, so I, I, so the kind of sense of the tire that that's, Oh man. Wow. That's pretty hard on yourself. Pretty hard. You know, and we have, yeah. we've touched on this before. And so there's no question that, and it, it's a shame in a way when I was watching the film, The Alpinist or The Alpinist, um, last night I was thinking, wow, what lengths he went to in order to, to be quiet. And so it, it seems to me that because of the technical before the incredibly complex physical thing he's doing and also the stakes being so high that there is no room for anything else if, if he would if he was if he was there going oh my god if i don't make this i'm gonna die i've got to oh my god i'm really gonna like uh uh-uh, no way not possible yeah. And certainly, I, you know, the most uh, the beautiful and, and, you know, I've talked about, I've definitely mentioned this, those stories about, you know, being of scuba diving when that inner voice kicks in. Wow. Because yeah, you really yeah. have to, you really have to silence it. You really have yeah. to silence it. I'm sorry. Now's not the time for you. Go away. Yeah. 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 We, <laughs> we made a decision to be here. So yeah, now yeah. you're just going to just, just look at the fish. Wait till we get And have a nice time. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. No, no. Fingers on lips, hands on heads. <laughs> now calm down. Up until mm, the day before yesterday, I hadn't watched any television since Boxing Day. Mm-mm. Not a thing. So you wasted. You wasted all your holidays, basically. <laughs> I wasted all my holidays. <laughs> Not watching Hanging out you. with friends, <laughs> hanging out with family, going out for dinner, going on walks, going on bike rides. I rest my case, Your Honour. Next know, witness. Totally... You can't handle the truth. The day before yesterday, me, my mum, my dad and Bob went for a four kilometre walk. Is that a long walk? Not for uh, me and Bob, uh, because I probably do that i definitely well my I, my average is about six miles a day right um because do you know of, that because of your fo- your um oh yes of course yeah so um so we went for a four kilometer walk which uh was lovely because it was it was at the pace of an 82 year old mm. um and it was just it was just great Beautiful. we had such a lovely time it was it was really lovely my mum set the pace my dad doesn't walk like an 82 year old he walks yeah like a little rocket sometimes you'd have to shout go norman stand still what maybe like really far off in the distance 